Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Stability and Opportunity Podcast. I have a guest today who is a longtime friend who, just the way things work, I get to see once every decade or every major crisis that we go through. And uh, this is going to be a fun episode of both reunion, growth, and I would say perspective that's going to give you the things that you need to know, things you need to say, things you need to do during these times. And so every episode, we try to focus on stability, which is all about in here, and then opportunity, which is all out here. And if there's one person I know who's had to find stability and bring in opportunity is my friend, Matt, who is both a real estate agent and the founder of a number of tech conferences where he brings some of the best minds across the industry together to help real estate agents essentially know what to do and say. So Matt, good to see you again. Glad we have a chance to connect and share what you know, what we know with our audience, which we can say hi to them right now as well. Amanda, welcome back. Alfredo, Cindy, Robert, everybody. Good to see you guys again. Yeah, man. Thank you for, uh, thanks for inviting me on and uh, love to share. And it's such a, such a unique moment in time. Uh, uh, we, like you, have been doing lots of this stuff, Zoom calls and uh, interviews and, uh, you know, working with our agents at our brokerage in Atlanta to keep everybody uh, on track and optimistic. And um, so it's, it's, it's been a real time of personal growth driven by this focus on, you know, this constant every day we've been, you know, how do we, how do we move the ball forward? Um, it's kind of like, uh, the way you talk about people say, yo, you're super effective the day before you go on vacation. Like, I feel like I've been that for 30 days and mindset. Yeah, I, I love that. And, um, even though I'm not yet your personal biographer, um, I can speak to a lot of the things that you've done out there, but you're probably better at knowing what's the most important things in your life over the last, let's say three to five years that our audience who are a majority of real estate agents practicing solo, typically using the telephone to generate business and leads um, and looking to technology as an additional option to bring into their prospecting abilities. Share with us a little bit right now about your life, who you are, what you do. That way the audience, as they listen, can gain a deeper understanding. And we've got a little bit of connection problems right now, which is kind of par for the course over the last couple of days with uh, all the shows we've been doing and all the variations on uh, internet speeds. So while we wait for Matt to get back, I can fill you in on a little bit of our story together, which I can help fill in that question I asked for him, of him, which was in 2009, he started a conference called RE Tech South, where I met him and it was one of the first real estate events of its kind at the time. And I remember seeing 
all the best people in the industry at the time get up on stage and talk about the tools, the technology, the approaches. And what I'm hoping that we get out of Matt today is the updated version 10 years later, right? That was kind of the beginning of the entire tech boom in real estate. Zillow was new online leads and lead capture was something most agents weren't doing PPC, Facebook, all those things were things that had yet to fully develop or come. And so Matt, who's been at the forefront of most of that movement, most of those technologies, at least in contact and connecting, talking with, interviewing, and bringing those experts forward, he's had a firsthand view of what those things that are working and not working. And so he's really going to marry both the technology side of what he's been able to see from behind the scenes with his practical everyday approach to real estate. And so when his connection restores, I'm really looking forward to hearing that integration on top of the current market situation, on top of what's happening right now in the industry. And so when that happens, I think we're going to be really excited. And see the screen flickering right now to uh, hopefully bring him back that way. Um, by the end of today's show, you will have tools, you'll have technology, you'll have scripts, you'll have dialogue. You will have things that will help you know what to say and do during these times. Um, a lot of the times these shows start off with the first part of the show, which is stability, right? Anybody who's been watching any period of time over the last 30, I think we're approaching 30, maybe even 40 episodes, knows that until you get your core, until you get your center, until you have a routine that serves both your internal world, then you can serve your external world. And so that's been some of my takeaways over the last couple of episodes. And uh, knowing Matt the way I've known Matt, uh, he's someone who has done a tremendous amount of inner work, tremendous amount of studying in the areas to give himself stability. And when we find him, get him, finally get him back, I really would love for him to share that story with you, his ups, his downs, you're going to relate to him. I think you're going to hear things that you have gone through personally or people you know, and that's going to help you understand the things he's done to overcome those challenges. Uncertainty, right? This is not the first time in the history of the world where uncertainty has been, hey, all right, he's coming back. We were talking about uncertainty. Looks like you ran up the stairs there. Um, from so this is my my indoor sort of office studio and uh i had made myself a uh, one of my goals for the month of april was to work outside as many hours as possible and uh and i did that with a stable internet connection the entire month of april but of course we uh we struggled with it but it looks like we're good to go yeah you look super smooth a little sweaty but i just think that speaks to the the hustle we're going to bring to today's show and so while you were gone i was setting things up i was saying some pretty fantastic things about you uh probably would have liked to hear them but i was talking about adversity and challenges and i know that you have had your fair share of them and every single time you've come back better stronger more competent more confident than all the other times and uh, was also explaining about how RE Tech South, one of real estate's first technology conferences, has put you at the forefront of understanding the emerging technologies. Back then, Facebook wasn't around, YouTube wasn't around, all the things that agents kind of just 
take for granted now. You were there in the beginning hearing all the people who were about to apply them and see them in action. And uh, wrapping that together is you're a practical, tactical guy. You're actually practicing real estate and you've also have this technology background and uh, you're now caught up and the audience heard all that while you were gone. And so one of the first things I'd love for you to do is to jump into your story of what you've overcome and then get into, I would say, the next part, which is what are some of those practical, tactical things that are working in your business? Sure. Okay. Well, cool. Well, this could be a long podcast uh, if I go too deep into what I've overcome. But uh, just, you know, in the context of business, I'll, I'll keep it there for a minute. Um, you know, uh, I'm one of the few people that has essentially been uh, self-employed my entire career. And um, so for, for those who uh, have had, you know, jobs and been employees and all that stuff, I've mostly 99% not had that. Um, and so I just always had this uh, kind of bulldog approach of, you know, you got to figure out a way to execute. And, um, but just in the last, you know, 15, 17 years, I've been in real estate, you know, I went from individual agent, rookie of the year, had a huge team, sold that team, built a brokerage, crashed and burned in the downturn, came back, built a massive event business. And now in the last couple of years, I've built a successful brokerage in Atlanta called Brokerage Atlanta, BKG. So shout out to my peeps. We have, you know, uh, 60 something agents uh, at Brokerage Atlanta and, uh, you know, really fun business there. But so just constantly, constantly reinventing the wheel, you know, uh, reinventing my, somebody has said that to me, like, hey, you've really reinvented yourself four or five times. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Well, you look great. Thanks. Um, well, that's a, that's a you know another segue, right? I mean, I uh, lost a hundred and ten ish pounds in the last hmm. couple of years, and uh, that's another big, big change, big journey, uh, which I'm you know happy to talk about. Uh, but um, you know, it's uh, I had just got off our podcast about an hour ago. Uh, with a guy named Howard Tager, you might know. And um, Howard was talking about, um, uh, you know, the the wisdom that comes from your own experience. And, you know, we've all been through uh, a bunch in our lives. And th in, that, in, in that context, there was three of us on the phone. They're all, you know, late 40s, 50s, whatever. So we've all had some experience in life and you learn from it. But, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely had a a journey both business and personally and you know feel like i'm uh better and fitter and stronger and wider i guess than ever before at 52. So. yeah I, I do want to spend some time talking about your weight loss i didn't know that was going to be something but i think that is emblematic of transformation as a principle and so if you can transform your body the things you must say to yourself the things you must overcome the things you must do if you can figure out that set of principles you can figure out anything and as i was saying before one of the biggest parts of our show is helping our agents helping our customers helping our audience find stability and that comes from within and the fact that you have had to go to that place in order to get the results you have i think if you could share that story that approach that mindset that anybody listening to this right now when we get to the opportunity side of things will be much better equipped to then look within themselves and then look outside of themselves.
Sure. Um, I'm happy to do it. Um, you know, I, I feel like that I don't want to like lay it on people, you know, like, you know, like, oh, God, we hear about this guy's weight loss. Um, but at your invitation, I'm happy to talk about it a little bit. Um, and, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a evangelist for weight loss surgery, which is what I did. So 18 months ago, I had weight loss surgery, um, which was, uh, you know, it's a, it's a crossroads decision. It's a huge decision. It's life, life-threatening surgery. It's, you know, it's not something to be undertaken lightly and it's the, and it's not a, uh, it's not a magic bullet either. Um, you know, it's, it's a real, at least as hard as any other kind of weight loss journey. Um, but anyway, um, but I reached a point in my life where I was like, look, I am winning everything in my life except this thing. And I cannot win this thing. And mm -hmm. I'm 50. And, um, and so I finally made the decision to, to take this risk and make this move turned out to be, you know, the best thing I've ever done, at least at the two year mark, I would say. Um, but all what that is, is, um, it's this mental turning point that says, I'm willing to take this extreme action. And so for other people, that extreme action might be, you know, exercise and crazy diet and whatever, but somehow or another, you still got to come to those turning points in your life and you go, I'm willing to make this extreme move. So I had the surgery that gets you to a certain point. It, it, it allows you a person like me who said, hey, I cannot win this. I'm defeated by this. Um, allowed me, got me up. Like instead of I'm on the mat, you know, there, you're, <laughs> Satan's on my neck, you know, and it allowed me to get up, move forward um, and get momentum in weight loss. Then I discovered diet. Then I, you know, was successful at, you know, fitness and, you know, I run, something like a hundred miles a month. Um, and which is not a lot, but it's not a lot for a runner, but it's a shitload for people that never run, you know, like guys like me, I'd never ran in my life. You know, now I run a 5k every day and, you know, with one or two off days a month. So, um, you know, I guess, um, in the context of the weight loss, like if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're that person, like, you're just like, I can't win this give yourself a break and go figure out how to win it. And if it's, if it's the solution is surgical, like don't be afraid of it, just pull the trigger. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, and I guess I'll segue off of that because I don't want to go too hard on that with everybody, but, um, but you know, when, when you get to times like this, that we're in this moment of difficulty and challenge or whatever, you know, if you've been through journeys that I've been through, you're like, whatever, it's just another journey. You know, and uh, I mean, I take it more seriously than that, but I certainly went into the last 45 days, um, you know, thinking, you know, I mean, whatever it is, it's, it's going to be okay. We're going to work it out. God's got a plan, you know, but I remember the day, uh, you know, there was a day when we decided we had events scheduled, explode events, and we canceled them. And so there was this day, the 12th of March, which will live in infamy was the day that I shifted from, I don't really think this is anything big to, hey, the world just ended for a second. And so so from the journey from April 12th to now has been, you know, massive for me, massive for everybody, but um, but I've walked through it in a really peaceful way. And I, I think that's, um, you know, maybe another fundamental message that I'd love for people to hear is that, 
it's a choice to, you know, worry about it, stress about it, you know, whatever, or, you know, just turn to, turn to peace and, you know, uh, realize that, uh, we're, you know, we're all, we're all walking down this path. There's nothing you can do about it. So worrying about it's just going to shorten your life and, and make you put you in a place where you're not going to, uh, you know, you're not going to do well and you're certain, you're not going to think well, and you're not going to find the next, the next pivot point. Yeah. You bring up a couple of things for us in the audience. One, the audience shows up almost every single day, a lot of the same people. And I think one of the things that we try to do for them here is create a sense of connection, give them a sense of, Hey, you're not alone in this. So many agents are alone in trying to figure these things out. And so the stories that you share, the transformation, whether it's professional or personal, I think speaks to tons of people who are listening to this live as well as in the recording. And so if you heard anything right now, if you're in the audience that made sense, clicked for you, made you feel a little bit more strong emotionally, or even physically, give us some shout outs in the comments from Matt. Let's share the love back with him on that fantastic and difficult journey to where he is. Because I think the thing that you said, that really stuck for me was how you show up anywhere is how you show up everywhere. And the fact that you've been able to show up in this place yourself under those conditions makes whatever is going to happen next fit into whatever happens next. And uh, I really, I really love that uh, part of the story. Also, I know that your event based business essentially shut down, right? You went like a lot of people from booming to zero and all of a sudden that's a harsh reality a lot of agents a lot of businesses have had to um internalize and that's the difference right now and i think we're at the heart of the stability part of today's conversation where agents who have the mindset to know how to make the shift the way you just talked about if you worry about it, it's going to kill you if you take us into what that process between March 12th and now has been like, talk about the attitudes, talk about the mental stuff, talk about the tactics or tools, whatever you want to call them, exercises or practices that have allowed you to shift from maybe even hostility into a sense of at least mental profitability. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's, there's a lot to unpack there, but the, you know, Interestingly, what I'm seeing with real estate agents, and I'm still a real estate agent, I'm a broker, I own a brokerage, we talked about that. Um, you know, we had a good month. I mean, I, I, you know, it's not, you know, people have to live somewhere always. Uh, real estate's essential for a couple of good reasons. I mean, there, I know lots and lots of agents who had an up month in, in April and will have an up month in May. And and almost regardless of where this goes, you know, we'll thrive through it. Um, you know, one of the things I learned when I crashed and burned 15 years ago was, you know, there were a lot of people that succeeded through that season because they were more able to pivot than I was at that time at my level of maturity. Um, and they were more able to just realize that, like, there's always a path. There's always a way to adapt. You know, um, and so, you know, when I look at this now and you mentioned, you know, the, the reality of the, you know, nobody's, I don't know how many of your audience want to sit in a room of 500 people right now, but I'm thinking the number is approaching zero. And um, so the, you know, the event business, you know, not going to go well for, for a while, but um, you know, I, I just always am like, what's the, what's the opportunity here? What's the shift? What am I becoming? Uh, and, and in my evangelical Christian mindset, it's, you know, what's God doing? What, where does this, where does this go? And sort of, you know, but 
it's a long journey for me, a, you know, lifelong journey to get to the point of uh, surrender where I'm like, you know, just whatever, whatever this is, it's way bigger than me. And I'm, I'm just going to navigate through it on a, on a daily. Thank you. Um, I want to give your business a shout out the explode business. Um, I kind of felt for you. I was like, man, I know how much of your life and business has gone into that over the last 10 years. And who knows when the time will be appropriate to bring that back in the way that you had it before. But for a couple of, let's say 30 seconds, a minute right now, I'll talk a little bit about the explode conference, what type of things were taught there. And that will help us set up some of the next parts of our show today. Sure. So um, you mentioned the, the couple pieces of my history that, you know, I have I had a tech background before I got in real estate and then through and out of my real estate career, I've done consulting and other work for companies in the tech space and real estate. And so the Explode Conference was a way to showcase all of these technology services and showcase agents and brokers who were doing great things with technology and the first one of the first event that we ever hosted was Kalari Tech South. You might have been there. Um, 2009, yeah. I got the shirt. And it was like, yeah, right. And it was, uh, so that was, we kind of felt like that was sort of this South by Southwest of real estate thing where people came from all over that were into tech and that were doing cool things. It was like at the launch of Facebook and, you know, this, this real heyday of, of real estate tech. And, um, so anyway, so, but we've been hosting what is now Explode Conference for 10 years, 150 conferences, tons and tons of tech and marketing taught. And the interesting thing for me uh, is I learned from, you know, we, we talked, seated and talked to, you know, over a hundred thousand people, well over a hundred now. And um, I learned something from every one of those people that I had an engagement with. And so, you know, our brokerage Atlanta business, uh, which is a couple years old now, or a year, just over a year, really. Um, it, Brokerage Atlanta is this coming together of all these things that I've learned from 100,000 people would explode, you know. That's a great shout out and sets up things really nicely for the next part of our show, which is going to be about the opportunity side of things. I try to lay out a little bit of a framework of, well, what is opportunity? And the three pillars of that often sound something like, the philosophy, the methodology, and the technology. And so philosophy is typically, I believe, I believe in real estate, I believe in prospecting, I believe in whatever ism it is that helps me achieve an end result. Uh, the methodology would be, I believe in expired prospecting, I believe in FISBO prospecting, I believe in prospecting over the phone. And then the technology just kind of helps people really attach themselves to those two things in a way and execute on the tools, which is a lot of where your background comes into play. And so um, let's talk about whether it's you, you can speak for yourself in your actual tactical practical or speak about the agents in your brokerage, however you want to address this next question. Um, what are the lead types that are popular right now that are working, that are converting, or you're instructing your agents or you're hearing they're having success with right now? Well, I think, <laughs> I feel like, we were already moving back to a time when uh, old school relationship building was becoming increasingly important. And now in the last 45 days, I think it's just everything in terms of 
the first thing that every agent should do that almost every agent doesn't do is just win all of the relationships that they already have. Um, and so, you know, we've spent a lot of time forever, but certainly in the last 45 days talking with our agents and working ourselves on our own relationships um, and, you know, coveting those, those uh, partnerships where, you know, past clients and all these people that, that aren't, you know, they're not a lead and they're not, you know, an expired or anything like that. I mean, these are really high, high quality relationships. And so there's been a huge opportunity to get on the phone and call all those people and see how they're doing and see what you can do for them. And, uh, and, you know, just build those relationships for the future, whether they're, you know, somebody who works with you this year or next year or whatever. Um, but so I think you have to kind of start with that baseline. Um, but then, you know, the next level down from that is, trying to get people to think in terms of relationship, even if that relationship is a relatively short amount of time. So uh, when I got the business in 2003, uh, I had tons of success and built a huge, uh, my first, I was rookie of the year for the Southeast, Southeast region of Williams, And that was built upon for sale by owner. Um, and, you know, primarily, and the, uh, the success of that was the simple mindset that every for sale by owner that puts a sign in their yard today, if I meet them tomorrow and my mindset is I'm just going to stay in touch with them for eight weeks that, you know, 90% of them are going to list and some percentage of them are going to list with me. Um, and I was hugely successful. And so that's a pretty short term relationship, only eight weeks. It's just longer than five minutes. It's just longer than, hey, I just met you. Would you like to sleep with me? You know, it's, uh, you know, so uh, just getting aged to understand the rhythm of, you know, hey, connect with a client who, uh, you know, uh, I know you got your uh, platform works really uh, well with expireds, for example. I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of people are going to relist the same day, but a lot of people are going to take a break, especially right now they're going to take a break. And, are you going to stay with them and talk to them and communicate with them? And, you know, maybe 30 days from now you get that listing or, you know, just think a little bit longer than who's listing today. Are, are there any scripts and sometimes scripts sounds like a harsh word to some. So is there any language that you prescribe to your agents or your agents are feeding back to you saying, this is what I'm saying that really feels right or is working? Well, we've kind of shifted to a, a place of, um, you know, just completely no script, no, no, no intent other than the call. The only intent of the call is, hi, how are you? How are you? How are you getting by? Can I help you? Is there anything I can do for you? And so we've shifted to that script. But before that, you know, before we got to this moment, um, we and uh, and I got to give a shout out to uh, Nakia Brooks, who is the operating broker for my brokerage, uh, uh, Nakia uh, kind of schooled me on these two things. One is um, calling people on their birthday on Facebook because we all get 10 birthday notifications a day on Facebook. Um, and here again, the intent of that call is, hi, happy birthday. Um, and um, But yet that's an incredibly powerful thing if you put it into practice uh, because almost nobody and calls they just post on your wall with a thousand other people and it just goes away but if i pick up the phone and call you or send you a video text or some kind of real engagement and you make that a method that you do every single day going through your whole facebook um you know that's pretty pretty powerful lead generation but 
Um, but to try to get to the, you know, take the bait of the question you're asking, um, you know, another really great script, and this is also Nikia's, uh, is your calling sphere of influence and saying, hey, I've got a goal of helping X, 25 families, you know, find their dream home in the next 30 days. And, you know, I just wondered if you might know anybody that I could help. And, you know, but it just comes from this place of service um, and, you know, real simple uh, scripting like that. Me personally, I am zero script, seat of the pants guy. So I, I'm not, I have to, I have to own that. Um, but I mean, I've also been a professional speaker for 20 years and like, you know, it, not everybody can do that. Um, but if you're, if you're going to be into the scripts and you, you know this, right, you've got to internalize those things to a place where it sounds like it's coming from you. Um, and then you get to a place, you know, where I'm at, where I could pretty much just pick up the phone. Um, so I'm not sure if that was helpful, but. <laughs> well, it's not for me to decide to let the audience give us shout outs or love or questions they may have, because as I usually say in the beginning of the show, this is a participatory event. So if there's anything that they need or they want or want to ask me or you, they can come on here and chat with us and I'll get that addressed. I thought actually the script that you just dropped right there sounds like it's a universal script during these times, not just for sphere of influence, but for expireds. You could call expireds with that script. I've got to trying to help out homeowners, right? approaching it from that perspective. Uh, I don't think that's one that we've heard quite like that before. Almost on every episode, I try to find out what people are saying, what people are doing under what types of leads or conditions. And I feel like this one fits under the, the catch-all bucket. Well, you know, that's the most important piece of mindset. Whatever the words are that you say, you know, if, if, if you pick up the phone and you're coming from a place of me and I want business like that, that comes through the phone so fast. Um, but if you're, if your heart is really in, Hey, I just want to help people. And yeah, I, I would like to get paid at some point, but I'm here to help you. Um, you know, that comes through the phone just as well. And, um, you know, I had a call with, I know, I know you guys are connected to Ricky Cruz. We got a call with Ricky uh, not that many days ago. Um, you know, and he was talking about how, people can smell the fear too of like, you know, I need, I need money. I need this commission, whatever it is. But if you're coming to this place of, I don't need anything from you. I'm just here to help, help you. I mean, that's the, the winning formula. And then, you know, everybody's going to have a different approach to the words. Let's stay a little bit top of funnel here right now. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what top of funnel is, that's just lead generation, the things that you put out into the market uh, that aren't necessarily conversions into appointments or listing appointments, everything kind of before that stage of the game. Um, a lot of our agents use the telephone, which is why I ask about scripts and conversations, but a lot of things have moved virtual and uh, you are the tech master by some people's assumptions. And so I'd love to hear some of the other mediums and messages across those mediums that either you recommend or your agents are using. And if you could drop some tools or some .com names, like we have a question from Robert asking maybe about BombBomb. Uh, it's funny, that was the first the first tool that came to mind. Um, so, uh, well, first of all, I, I don't think I'm, if I'm the expert, it's only by assimilation. Like I said, I've had the, the benefit of knowing uh, 100,000 people, many of them this, uh, smart guys like, like you, Justin, and um, you know, and, and Ricky and Howard Hager and, you know, a million other people. And so uh, I have done a good job of, you know, calling all that together in my, in my brain and making some use of it. 
Um, so I think um, the, the, the number one is everybody just like have some communication method. Cause I think if you, if you took the average successful realtor who's been in the business for five years and has a hundred past clients, you know, 95 of them are just not doing a good job of saying anything. So, you know, job one is say something. So if we get past that and we're going to move on past the basic, um, you know, video is certainly number one uh, on my mind. And, um, you know, BombBomb's the best. I'm a huge proponent. We have BombBomb users across our whole brokerage. It's all synced to our uh, CRM, which is Follow-Up Boss. Um, we're doing uh, tons of uh, Facebook retargeting. Uh, and, and those are the things that are, you know, stay in front of your client, say something smart. Retarget is the, the, the word of 2020 in my mind, especially in the season we're in at this moment. Um, you know, because people, you don't know, I mean, you can't really approach people with a hard, let's sell your house today, uh, kind of feeling. Uh, so it might be 90 days, but if you're nurturing that person and right, and one of the biggest ways to nurture them is, is retargeting right now. Um, so if they're hearing from you directly and hopefully they're hearing from you in a, in a video format, um, and then you're also retargeting them in social, I mean, you're, 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 that's kind of the secret sauce we think right now. Um, there are people doing it better, but I think we're, we're succeeding at a, at a pretty decent level for a little baby company, but that, but our little baby company is built on what I just told you, like that is the, that's the sauce. Um, so, and then in terms of people are always like, well, I don't know what to say on the video. Well, the first place to start is my market or all of your past clients and consumers right now. They want to know what, what the heck's going on. How's the market where, you know. Um, how do I, you know, Mike Simonson, who you just interviewed, you know, has famously built this whole slide presentation on those, these three questions, you know, how's the market, you know, what's for sale and, you know, what's my homework and like that doesn't change. So get on the video, answer those questions, share it out. Um, yeah. Let me jump in there real quick and let everybody who wasn't on that live episode or who hasn't watched the recording, Mike Simonson at Altos Research has been incredibly generous to the Red X community by allowing anybody who goes to his site and get a free trial for 30 days using the code Red X. So cool. that's a that's a big deal. Um, if you're not on the email list for these episodes, uh, we're going to be putting together a little confirmation if you register to get the episodes on the redx.com forward slash blog. A um, couple more great, awesome free things, including the coupon code and access to Mike's uh, deal at Alto. So I just wanted to throw that in there because um, that's totally resonant with everybody right now. And you brought it up. And so I couldn't help myself yeah. from not mentioning it. No, thanks, man. And, and uh, you know, Mike's, Mike's a big, a big friend and long-term friend. And uh, we just interviewed him recently and I'm, I'm passionately excited about uh, hacking happiness, which I know, you know, you must've talked about. And, um, so, and you know, that ties into my whole philosophy of life. So, so I wanted to, a word came up to, for me while you were speaking a couple minutes ago and the word was sequence. Um, you know, you have your lead generation and your phone calls, and I'm just trying to give a verbal picture of how it all intertwines together between bomb bomb and the follow-up and the emails and the calling. And I think you've put a lot of great conceptual stuff out, but maybe if you could walk us through the path or the sequence and how you tie the whole thing together or a version of how you tie it together, including retargeting. 
Well, I think it's really, uh, I always, uh, you know, to all of these Explode audiences and others, you know, I always talk about the top 100. So your best 100 contacts uh, who are most likely to buy or sell or refer you business um, in the next 12 months. And um, the, the, the stark reality is that uh, 99,000 out of the 100,000 people that I've talked to um, could not produce that list for you in a meaningful way where the addresses were correct and the emails and the cell phones and the marital status and the children's status and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, it starts with that because that's a, an audience that you can use one uh, sequence for. So here are the hundred people that are going to represent half of your business if you do it right, um, either by direct sales or by referral. And then once you have that data, so it takes a lot of work. April would have been a great time to do it. May is as good a time to do that work, but it takes a lot of work to build that list. And people are always blown away because you, you pick up the phone and call. I call you, Justin, like, hey, man, you know, we talk every other five minutes, whatever. And I was going to shoot you this email. Is, is this still the best email for you? And you're going to be like, no, don't send it to that one. Send it to this one. And so it's a lot of work to build the list. And so, but then you've got that, you've got that, that list. Now you could build a meaningful campaign and those people, you're going to talk to those people in a different voice. You're going to talk to those people in a different frequency. Um, and so you, you're going to build that differently. Um, but at a minimum, you're going to talk to those people once a month. And really, I think right now, I think you're talking to them every week about something. Uh, we had a call with our lender today that was telling us that, they get some data from somewhere that says that 77 million people uh, by their measure would benefit from a refi right now. Like, how is that not the first thing you're going to do is call everybody in your sphere of influence and say, Hey, you know what? You might not want to buy a house right now, but Holy crap, you should at least get the numbers on your refi. Let me connect you with Bill Smith, whatever. And so, yeah, I think right now it's it's weekly. And then for each person, it's different. Is is that a video? Is that a phone call? Is that an email? Is that a text? Mm. But I say every person, for every realtor, for every personality as a realtor, I think your sequence and your methodology has to adapt a little bit. But I still think, I think it's once a week right now, regardless of who it is. For that top, you know, close past client, close friend, you know, top of mind people, A-list people, um, you know, it's like that. Uh, I love, uh, you know, Ricky Caruth, uh, um, he's doing a weekly email and has for ever and ever and ever to his whole entire list. Um, you know, so uh, that's a, that's a winning recipe for him. And that's certainly not it's not too much as long as you say something better than, hey, the time is changing. You know, mm. you we're looking to mix the show a little bit going forward into the future. And one thing that just came to mind for me as a concept is to get you brian eisenhower and brad corn together on a panel because i got to tell you the overlap in what you're recommending is so strong and i think it could become so clear for the right audience because every single one of them has basically said the number one thing to focus on is fear and the first step in that is getting to work on making your database clean and clear and they said that's one of the number one things that stops people from taking action on that and so short of us getting to that Point of future in time, maybe you could do our audience a little bit of uh, mental uh, work and help give them some instructions on, again, how can you run retargeting? How can you run campaigns? How can you say things to people you don't have a database? Agents then say, okay, well, 
how do I create that? Could we spend a little time right now giving them some step-by-step -step instructions on what they should do, where they should look so they can complete and cre create and complete a really strong database? Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, the reason I start with 100 people is because anybody, anybody can do that. If you've been in the business for five minutes, you can come up with a list of 100 people. Maybe not. Maybe oh, I can only come up with 70 whatever. But for the most part, especially if you've been in the business for a couple of years, you've got some past clients. You've got, you know, you can put together this 100 people. Um, and then it, it, it's really easy to retarget that because you can just upload the spreadsheet into Facebook and use that actual list and you know sync that to your contacts and then retarget run really simple ads um i'm a huge fan of hiring other people to do that stuff and there's you know plenty of good people out there that do that uh run, will run your facebook ads for you so you know if you, if you have any hesitance about doing that you should do it the interesting thing that blows everybody's mind is the ad cost is going to be crazy low because you're only targeting 100 people so um you know for that specific ad campaign uh, it's actually really inexpensive to retarget. Uh, and all those hundred people, the next time you see them are going to say, oh my God, your face is everywhere. Because whenever they log into Facebook, they're going to see your ad. Uh, they don't know you're targeting only them and 99 other people. They think you're targeting the whole county and that you're spending all this money and you're massively successful. Um, so that, you know, that there's lots of nuance, you know, we could talk about Facebook and, and retargeting uh, for hours, but for that specific little audience, I think it really brings it home for people that, you know, if you're not doing that, oh my God, those those are your hundred people, man. You should be. You have no reason not to be in front of those people every single day on Facebook because the cost is so low. You just got to get the data together and figure out how to execute it or pay somebody to execute it. Um, and so, uh, so that that's why I try to keep it boil it down to hundred people. You know, there's lots of people that use Red X that have that are listening to your podcast that have tens of thousands of contacts, you know, there's way more sophisticated ways to do that. But honestly, I don't think they're necessarily hanging on my every word. You know, they probably thought about, you know, how they're doing it. And uh, I mentioned Wilopo earlier, which is, you know, this massive platform that's, you know, uh, significantly a significant piece of what they're doing is all about the retargeting. Um, and so when you get to a scale, there's, you know, there's lots of, lots of opportunities there, but just for, you know, the average show realtor, like, man, I don't have my data together. Okay. Well, I'm going to challenge you in the month of May, get that, get that list of a hundred together. Um, and the way you get it together is actually call those hundred people, which you need to do anyway. It's just now here's your excuse. The first question is, Hey, Bill, how you doing today? Hope everything's going well. You know, how are you guys getting by anything I can do for you? And then it's, oh, yeah, by the way, I was going to shoot you an email. I'm working on my market update. I was about to send you this email. Just want to make sure this is still your email. Yes or no, blah, blah, blah. You know, confirm the data. What's physical address, all that stuff. However you do it, but get their data right and make 100 phone calls. That's three a day for 30 days. Well, I guess if you work 20 days, if, there, if you have 20 work days left still this month, so that's what, five a day? I mean, I think you can do that. Um, so get that, get that data together. And then, you know, I think people, people are blown away. First, they, they called the hundred people and three of them are going to say, Hey, by the way, I was thinking about buying a lake house. Um, and you know, whatever else comes of it in the next 30 days. And then next thing you know, everybody's busy as and they're like, Oh my God, it's falling from the sky. And yeah, it is, but it probably wouldn't have fallen from the sky in the same way if you had not made all those contacts and you're shaking the tree. Yeah, and I think people get hung up on the fact that you don't even have to shake it. 
just have to say hello to it. You, know? <laughs> um, you just gave us a new category, Matt. This is beautiful. I love it. I love discovering the little tranches of concepts and reality where they meet. And for our audience right now and for behind the scenes, the team who's listening to this here at Red X, we're always trying to find the snippets that we can then put into a process guide or an ebook guide or something that matters. So that way at the end of, let's just say five shows, we can then hand them off something that's dense, actionable and ready to use. And so the category that you just helped us further is really that first step in building your database and the why behind it. And so if we could spend a little bit more time, I'd love to just detail that out a little bit more. So that way the next part of the show is going to be all about just accomplishing that first step, which is the why here's your database. Here's the columns in Excel, go create this, go ask these questions. And over the next, and I, you've already done it. But I'd love to build it into the sequence of our conversation, which is what do you say? And then what do you do and what completes step one? Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go there and I'm going to take it one step further because there's the carrot at the end of this that's really important that I haven't talked about yet. And that's what I call dream casting. Um, and so the reason to build the top 100, I mean, there's lots of obvious reasons, but uh, it lands and goes into another spreadsheet, another document that's called uh, the Dreamcast. And so, um, but I'm going to back up. So you said, you asked me about how to build the spreadsheet. So yeah, let's, probably, let's call this the, let's call this the top 100 challenge. Everybody who's listening to this live, this is what you got to do to get that 100 built. Awesome. I love it. I can talk to you do this all day. Uh, so uh, you're going to call your top 100 people and you're going to ask them, you know, make sure you have their name, right? What's their spouse's name? Are they married? Are they, you know, God forbid, are they getting divorced? Or, you know, what's what's their life situation, right? You should have a sense, hopefully in, in your, hopefully it's in writing in your CRM, but at least in your brain, you need a sense of where are these people at in their in their life? Are they, do their kids going to college? Are they empty nesters? Somebody getting married? Like, where are they at in their life? Because that, all those details are going to inform the conversation in the coming months and years about what they're going to do in terms of real estate. So, um, you know, name, physical address, email address, cell phone number, birthday. And, and if it's a couple or then you need two cell phone numbers and two email addresses, because Justin, I'm sure you don't wife's email and she doesn't read yours um so you know you got to get both both sets of data there um and you got to get that in a spreadsheet and it has to have been newly confirmed because more of the data will have changed than you think um and so uh, just the exercise of doing all that is always you know transformative for people because they spent all the time they got the data together and then they called all those people so but then you take that data and you build what I call a dreamcast. And, and I've taught this to a million zillion people and very few people execute it, but they, but you, it, it lands in this powerful place. So you build this simple spreadsheet and uh, I'm happy to share a template, but basically you've got, you take all those hundred top people and they're in column A and the rows across the top are the months of the year from January to December. And of course you need to make it all total and whatever. So now we're going to dreamcast. We're not going to forecast. We're going to dreamcast, which means I'm going to pick any number that I think is remotely possible within reason. And Bill said, 
Bill said, hey, I'm going to buy, I might buy a lake house this summer. That's all he said. Okay. Well, let me see. Maybe from the conversation and maybe from what I know about price points, that means he's going to spend a half a million dollars in July. Okay. So that's a $15,000 commission. So on my Dreamcast, I'm going to put that $15,000 number under the month of July. And I'm going to do that for all hundred of those people. And when you calculate the math on that, you will not believe it. And it almost certainly will have, well, it certainly will have six zeros or six digits and very likely would have seven. Um, and so, and what happens is now you've got this document that you can sleep with and keep under your pillow, get up and look at every day. And it tells you what you're chasing in a way that at home, like, you just can't believe you've never done this kind of forecasting. And so you you get up every day, you look at the month of May and you go, the, I thought, I think that the, I currently think, cause this is a live document. You're moving it, changing it, updating it. I currently think that these eight people are ready to buy. And these are the prices. And if I close all that commission, it's $140,000. We get, when you get up every day, guess what? Now, you know what you need to focus on. Right. And, so uh, I run my whole life, my all my businesses, everything I've ever done, I run this way. Uh, and I just couldn't imagine uh, doing it any other way. And I think uh, I, I would say I would expect to succeed half as much if I did, did it any other way. Hmm. I want to talk about one more thing before we start to get into the last part of our show and that you did a great job the columns and the descriptions and the reasons why it's important to capture that. And so just to recap again for the audience, they love hearing what to actually say. How do you ask for those birth dates? How do you ask for those emails? How do you create a relevant conversation where that even makes sense and you're not feeling creepy or they're being creeped out by, hey, can I get your sure. information? Sure, sure. Um, well, um, the cool thing is that um, your data for this top 100 uh, is going to, we kind of skipped over that. People are like, where do I get this information from? Or who are, who are my top 100 people? Well, it's these two things. It's your Facebook friend list um, and your cell phone. <clears throat> so pull out your cell phone, start going through your contacts and you find out that you've got 500 contacts and all these people that you forget about. <clears throat> Same thing on your Facebook friend list. And we already talked about the fact that calling all your Facebook friends on their birthday just to, just to say happy birthday is now going to be a critical part of your of your life going forward. So Facebook is kind enough to tell you what everybody's birthday is. And even if it's not my birthday right now, if you look on my profile, for the most part, uh, my birthday is there. Lots of contact information is there. So uh, and you don't have to win it all in one conversation either. You don't have to call them and, you know, make it this painful 20 minute data update you know it could just be on this phone call it could just be hey um I, I think your email address is blah is that right is that where i should send stuff to yes or no and you kind of know what their cell phone number is because i hope you just called them on it um so you, you don't have to win it all completely um in one call but um but it's that you know keeping it super relational but you use your use your cell phone and use your facebook friends and i mean Everybody, I mean, it might take 10 or 20 hours or something, but everybody has this data already. Mm. I know I run the risk of pushing us over on time, but I can't help myself to ask this next question. And it's about text messaging. Everybody loves the concepts of text, 
but actually using it in a ethical, legal, and effective way, I think, is the difference between those who get shut down from the systems they use it with and those who actually build real relationships, real leads, and real conversions into appointments and sales. And so uh, I've set that up in a way because I believe that you are using text or you know of how to use text correctly. And so could you spend a little bit of time right now on some of the practical, tactical ways that you're using text? Sure. Well, um, we are using tons of text, um, uh, both uh, uh, callaction.co, we're using within our CRM some. Uh, and I think uh, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier and about the phone calls in the sense that if, if you are coming from a place and your tone is coming from a place of service uh, and being helpful, um, for the most part, uh, you know, I don't see that getting us or anybody else in trouble texting. Um, but if you are coming from a place of sales, a place of salesiness, a place of, you know, thinking about dollar signs, uh, nowhere is that more evident in six characters than it is in a text message, right? You know, when you get a text message and you know that that's like, you know, uh, you know, uh, either somebody, you know, selling me something or not one of my friends, as soon as, as soon as that feels like the tone, I mean, it doesn't even take one sentence, right? We're also tuned into it. So, so we try to use it and we try to keep it. Uh, as conversational as possible. Um, and, you know, we're also, you know, using a lot of AI, that's part of YLOPO stuff. And um, so th those are conversations where it's interesting that you'll see this automated conversation start. And if you let that go very long and you don't jump into that conversation and make it relational, then, you know, it blows up. But if you, the human, see that somebody raised their hand and they're having a conversation and you, you jump into that and you human the conversation it's no problem i mean it's you know it's the best one i don't know about you i would 99 percent rather you text me um so it you know it's absolutely should be done it just has to be done from that relationship friendship standpoint let me ask you this top text top one to three text messages you send what do they sound like what's the content well, so it, this is a recurring theme, but you know, I, I steal everything I've ever done or learned from someone else and try to remember how to attribute it. Uh, but uh, you know, I think this is going to be an accurate Barry Jenkins uh, quote. Um, but you know, his, one of his big texts is, you know, hey, I was just going through my file, and you know, I didn't notice that you ever bought that house or closed that, you know, or whatever it was. But somehow, this is a person has raised their hand and they're in some funnel of I was going to buy a house and you may or may not have done a good job of following up with that person. Um, but this follow up of like, Hey, I'm just closing my file. Just wondered, you know, did this, did this happen? Did, did, maybe we didn't record it properly. Like I just wanted to know, you know, uh, so that, that kind of, that kind of approach. Um, another one that's uh, I learned from realtor.com and they stole it from somebody else is this text of, you know, is this Amy? Is this, you know, first name? Question mark, that's it. Um, you know, so if you've sent a couple of texts, you don't get any reply. Uh, you know, is this Amy? Question mark. Almost always is going to get some reply. Even if the reply is, please die. Um, and then I'll give you one more. My, uh, my all-time favorite 
works every time will no longer work for me. If you're watching this text and I are watching this podcast, but uh, <clears throat> you text somebody three times, they don't ask you back. The text is, is this thing on question mark, several emojis? Absolutely. I have never, never sent that text and not gotten a reply. So there you go. All stolen from other people. That last one was Dan Smith, who you also interviewed. Well, that's awesome. And so I want to shout out to you right now, Matt. I really, truly, sincerely appreciate having the opportunity to reconnect with you, see your face again, hear how amazing you've done over the last 10 years, be able to show you and your companies and your teams. And if your whole Facebook group's watching, thanks, guys. And uh, giving you some shout outs and love from the Red X community. Red X community, who's watching this right now, recorded or live, you've had any value out of today's show. If you enjoyed anything that's been shared, give some love in the comments. Give some love in the chat. Uh, Matt, where are some ways and places people can connect further with you on if they wanted to pick up with you? Sure. Um, well, uh, Explode uh, Conference is ex explodethis.com. Uh, beginning starts with an X. Explode this.com and uh, we will be back doing uh, workshops and conferences someday soon when the world uh, gets back to semi-normal. I'm sure we'll all be socially distanced and all of that. And uh, my brokerage in Atlanta is called, and you ready for this, Brokerage Atlanta. Uh, and you find us at brokerageatlanta.com or uh, we're, uh, our acronym is BKG. So BKGATL is also way to find us and uh if you're an agent uh in atlanta we'd love to have you come join us in our yeah tech revolution baby Woo! yeah love it and so uh, i always invite all our speakers who just make an impact getting love from the audience right now into the elite prospectors group which is red x's uh facebook community and so if they have any further questions we're going to post this video in there and so i'd love to be able to share a link with you to join in and connect with our audience connect with our customers and answer any questions you have what do you think about that absolutely man thanks again for having me on really enjoyed it fantastic and just uh, for the rest of the audience i think tomorrow we're taking a day off from the show we've been hustling on this now for i think 30 40 days in a row and so uh, check the schedule below on this page to see when the next show happens. Uh, love the audience. Thank you, everybody who's come back. New visitors, new audience members. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Justin. Good to see you again. Uh, if you're not on the email list to get the updates every time we go live, go to the redx.com forward slash blog. Put your name in the email address in there. And we're going to send you links to the shows, all the past episodes for free, as well as any special gifts, any special free things our guests have made generous offers to provide such as templates from Matt. I'm going to follow up with him and get that dream template that he talked about. We had Altos Research on. He gave away a free 30-day trial to Red X customers. And so if you're on that email list, we'll provide you the coupon. But as well as script guides and all the resource materials that we pull out of each one of these shows to create a really super dense, actionable plan. Matt did a great job earlier today on the show, just as we wrap things up on that first step that you need to do to take action on your database. And so we love, we love being able to connect with our audience. We love being able to connect with people like Matt and be able to make a difference in your day, bring positivity. So that way, you know what to say and do during these times you can find stability and opportunity. I'm your host, Justin Zimmerman. See you guys on the next episode. Have a great rest of your day. See you then.